Would you welcome with me Pastor Koba as he gives us a word of exhortation before we go home today. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many of you were blessed just to hear the testimonies, the, the brief snippets and testimonies of why each person chose to be baptized? What I love to hear about it is that it's the same God that works in different ways in different lives based on what we're experiencing and going through, but that God meets us there. Amen? And he knows every single name and he knows every single story. In fact, I know and believe that there are some who came here today um, and God has been stirring in your heart as you've been listening to the way in which that God has impacted lives. Um, and the, the reason why I'm so blessed by moments like these is because I get to see that there's a God who heals physically. There's a God who heals emotionally. There's a God who restores. There's a God who meets those who are broken and lost and without hope and gives them hope and healing and transformation in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so we celebrate that. In fact, um, as we get ready for this coming week on Thursday, uh, many of us will be, you know, participating in a, a national holiday called Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. And some of us may need to get rolled to our beds at the end of the night based on all the different uh, goodies that our families put together. I don't know about you, but I, I'm, first of all, I'm Mexican and I live in LA and all my family's in the area. So that means I get to go to like three or four houses, okay? Some of you are like, you're crazy, right? But that's the one time I get to see all of Drea's family and all of my family and and it's a joy, but there's nothing greater than being able to give thanks, not from a, not from a, uh, a commercial standpoint, not, not because the grocery store told me I should buy brown and orange and decorate my house with things that smell like cinnamon and, and, and spices because it's the fall season. What's even better than that is to have a heart that is so full of gratitude and thanksgiving because a good God has met us in a certain space and has given us a new future and a new hope and a new name and has restored us and redeemed us and delivered us and has given us a, a different future, a different kind of hope and faith and trust in a God that's able to meet us in the very spot of our need, right? There's a God who, who, who before we even say, Lord, I need, he already knows what we need. Before we even say, God, can you please, God already knows what we're about to ask, right? And it's that same good God. I love what Joe said earlier, my brother Joe. Joe, God bless you, man. Congratulations on being baptized today. What a powerful moment and expression. I don't know about you, but, you know, God loves men and God loves women. But when a man turns his life over to Jesus, there's just something powerful about saying, me and my whole family, we're going to honor you, right? It takes us all the way back to Joshua. As for me and my house... We're going to serve the Lord, right? And I believe we live in a world right now where, where we need more men to turn their life over to the Lordship of Jesus, okay? Nothing against women. We need women to do the same, amen? But we just know us guys need a little extra work. I don't know, about, I don't know why it is, but us guys need a little extra work. And so whenever there's, there's one man of a house that says, Lord, send me, um, then we, we, we say, yes, Lord, we celebrate that. And so when Joe said that, that the Lord allowed him to wander, but he didn't allow him to wander too far, man, that did something in me. Because that reminds us, isn't that all of our story? Right? No matter, I've been born and raised in a church. I'm a pastor's kid. I said the sinner's prayer more times than I could count, right? I was only baptized once. I probably should have been baptized 15 times. But by God's grace, the Lord never let me wander too far. 
No matter what I went through, no matter what I messed around with, no matter how, how much I tried to test the limits of God's grace, God showed me time and time again, son, I love you. I'm not going to let you go too far. You're mine. I've called you by my name. I'm going to redeem you no matter where you go and what you go through. And I'm grateful that that's my testimony. And I know that's a testimony that many of us share here. And when we have a time of baptism, it's a powerful moment of saying, I am done living a double life. Right? Baptism ultimately isn't just that moment where we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, but it's that moment where we say, I ain't going anywhere else but the way Jesus tells me to go. I'm not going to the left. I'm not going to the right. I'm going to follow Jesus. Right? That song said, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. I'm following Jesus. Right? And, and, and I'm reminded today that as we had a line of lives, a line of souls, a line of, of men and women, boys and girls who made a decision today to say, I belong to Jesus. Amen. I'm going to follow him with all my life. I'm going to give him everything that I have, my future, my past, my present, my talents, my gifts, my burdens, my, my brokenness, my wounds, my joys, my, my celebration moments, my identity, my personality. All of that, Lord, belongs to you. And we had a line of people today say, yes, Lord, I'm in. I'm going to get all the way in, right? When we had a line of people that said, I want to just remind you of something because, uh, you know, I, like Joe, Joe and I, we played, we played against each other in the Coliseum in a high school championship football game. Unfortunately, his team won, okay? Um, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's okay. But the one thing I loved about football, and I still love about football, okay, is that you get to come up and you get to look at another group of people wearing a different color uniform, right, and a different color helmet, and you get to tell them, I'm going to do my best to make sure you don't win today. Right. And, and if it were people like me who grew up in Carson, California uh, with my dad as a dad, everybody knows Pastor Isaac. Right. The way he raised us. And so I was always the smallest guy in the field, but I'd go up to the biggest guy on the other side. Right. And if he said anything, I'd let him know you better shut your mouth because me, along with a whole bunch of people are going to come after you. Right. And they look at me like, what are you talking about? Get out of here. Right. And then all of a sudden, the next play, they're on the floor and I'm standing over them. Right. Not Joe, of course, he's too big but everybody else, okay? But the reason why I bring that up is because when we saw a line of people that decided to follow Jesus today, I want to tell you something. That made the enemy really upset. That made Satan really upset. Okay? So here's the one thing I knew about talking trash, all right? Eddie, okay, Coach Eddie right here. He's a basketball coach. He knows what I'm talking about. If you talk trash, A, you got to be able to back it up, right? Right. Okay? You don't just talk and then you can't back it up, right? You got to be able to back it up. B, if you follow up on that talk in football with, with something physical, right, you better be make, making sure, okay, I just knocked number four on his back. I'm going to keep an eye on number four for the rest of this game because he's going to be trying to do the same to me, right? He's going to be looking for a, a cheap shot moment where he can knock me on the floor. So I always know where number four is. All right, cool. He's over there. All right, cool. Here we go, right? But the reason why I bring that up is because... Right now, we just knocked Satan on his back. Right? We just knocked him on his back. He's been trying to get people to stay addicted to drugs, and we just said, nah, -uh, not today, Satan. Right? He's been trying to get people to leave their family and not be there and, be, and grow up to be a faithful household. And we said, not today, Satan. Right? So today, he just got knocked on his backside by Jesus. Right? By our Lord, by our Savior, the one who's able to redeem, the one who's able to restore, the one who's able to heal, the one who's able to transform. And, and it reminds us today, okay, 
I don't, I don't mean to say this in a negative way, but what it, what it reminds me of is he's going to be looking right now on who he could pick off because we're a little too happy in Jesus today. And Satan's going to be like, I'm going to rain on their party. I'm going to make sure one of them who just got baptized, I'm going to put something in front of them this week that's going to cause them to want to go back to something that, I just, that Jesus just brought them away from. Yeah. Satan's going to be trying everything in his power to confuse the people of God. And so I'm going to ask you this question, church. Are you going to allow Satan to get in the way of this party that we're having because of salvation, transformation, renewal, because of eternity and the way in which God is getting victory today? Are you going to allow the devil to come in and disrupt that party? Or are you going to say, not today, Satan? Are you going to say, I belong to Jesus. I'm not going to allow you to come and disrupt anything. I don't know about you, but I see that I see that line, and I'm happy in my heart. But as a as a former football player, I'm thinking I better be get, getting ready because the devil's going to be trying to throw something at me because he don't like what just happened Amen. right now. So I don't want you to get caught off guard. I don't want you to walk away not knowing that the enemy's going to try to put something in front of your way to get you off track because he's a little bit upset about the fact that God is getting victory right now in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to just, I'm going to invite you to come in. One of the best ways that we can surround ourselves with the armor of God, right? With the armor of God is A, to be with the people of God. The easiest way to get picked off is if you're alone. If you're alone and on your own, then the enemy could come and take you anywhere that you, any place that you are and cause you to be uh, sidetracked, okay? To cause you to trip and fall and to get picked off by the enemy. So number one, the best way to be surrounded is to be with the people of God, okay? The second way is to make sure that we are covered in the Word of God. Because when you know the Word of God, the enemy can't get his lies past you, right? He, he starts coming to you and telling you you're a nobody. And you say, well, you know what? You're a liar, Satan, because I believe in a God who told me that I ha- he knows my name even before I was born. So I'm not a nobody, I'm a somebody, and I was made with a purpose on purpose. Amen. Right? The enemy comes to you and tells you, you know what, this Thanksgiving, in order for you to get through all the, the pain and, and, and hardship that you have, because maybe you've experienced some loss, is to go over there and to, and to go buy something over here or to stop by here and, and to get yourself in this state of mind. And that's the only way to go through Thanksgiving. And what I want to tell you is you can look at him and say, Satan, you're a liar because the Bible tells me that true joy comes from a relationship with God. The, the Bible tells me that when I, when, I, when I put my faith in Jesus, that rivers of living water will be flowing out of me onto everybody else. So I don't need all that other stuff satan you're a liar but my god tells the truth so we want to be surrounded with the truth of god right the promises of god where do we find those in the word of god that's going to protect us okay another one is this how many of us know that we are most tempted to get sidetracked when we are tired when we are hungry when we are lonely okay and when we are hurting Okay, when we're dealing with those things, that's like the, 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 uh, the, the, the devil's cocktail right there. Because all those things come together and cause us in that moment to, to do whatever it is that we can do to make ourselves feel a little bit better. But I want to tell you something. Nothing can make us feel better than the true and sheer joy of knowing that we have been bought with a price, that we belong to Jesus, that he laid his life down for us on the cross, that through his death and resurrection, we no longer have to pay the penalty or the consequence of our sin, but because of what Jesus already did for us, there is victory that we could grab onto and we could say, thank you, Lord, for taking it onto the cross for me. Thank you, Lord, for dying on on the cross for my sins. Thank you, Lord, for promising me that you'll never leave me nor forsake me. Thank you, Lord, that in the morning when I wake up, all I need is you. Thank you, Lord, that when I go to bed at night, all I need is you. Thank you, Lord, 
that when I'm feeling low, you can raise me up high. Thank you, Lord. When I'm feeling too high, you can bring me where I need to be. Thank you, Lord. Come on, church. Somebody stand up with me this morning. Come on, somebody stand up. All right. So the last thing, the last thing, the last thing, the last thing, the, the, the best way to protect ourselves against the attacks of the enemy, okay, believe it or not, I ain't lying here, the best way to protect ourselves from the attacks of the enemy, okay, is if you see this, this thing on my face that's in between my nose and my chin, it's called a mouth. You see, when I got a big old smile on my face, right, and that smile is because God's done something for me, right, the enemy gets afraid because he's like, oh shoot, Pastor Koba's filled up, oh shoot, God has put some things together to make him strong. Oh, shoot, his marriage is doing well. Oh, shoot, his kids are, are, are doing well. He's got a big old smile on his face. I better not mess with him in that moment, okay? So what that means is this. Let's put a big old smile on our face. Not a fake one, but a real one because God is good. Somebody say, God is good. Somebody say, all the time. Somebody say, God is good. Somebody say, all the time. Come on, let's sing this song together. We're going to sing. Victory is mine. Here we go. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. All right. It says, I told Satan, get behind. I told Satan to get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Come on, sing it again. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Victory today is mine. Come on, let me see those smiles, sir. Even under the mask. I can see it in your eyes. Sing it again. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get behind. I told Satan to get behind. Victory today is mine. Come on, sing it again. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan get. I told Satan to get behind. Victory today. Oh, Satan, love is mine. Love is mine. Love is mine. Love is mine. Love today is mine. Hallelujah. Let me hear it again. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You see, there's another, there's another, uh, there's another facet of battle. Okay, and, and I'm just going to give you a, a, can I confess real quick? Is that all right? Can I confess real quick? Okay, this is not on behalf of, this is not on behalf of all men everywhere. This is on behalf of me, okay? So I'm not going to represent all of us brothers, okay? But before a big game, especially if it was like playoffs or a championship, right? I would have a lot of nerves, okay? I don't know. Eddie, you're ice cold in your veins, man. Anytime I see you play, you don't look nervous at all. His hand is just straight. It doesn't shake at all. But I'd be nervous. But you know how I used to get my nerves out? You know how I used to get my nerves out? I'd go, yeah, let's go, come on. And people would be like, oh, man, he's fired up. And I'd be like, no, I'm just nervous, man. I'm trying to get it out because I ain't trying to mess up on the first play. Right? I'm trying to get my nerves out. Right? I just give, give it up to the Lord. There's something, there's something uh, 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 special about just being able to, to, to let it rip. Right? Yeah. And there's something beautiful about doing that when we let it rip for Jesus. That's why I yell hallelujah real loud, right? It's not because I'm trying to scare anybody. It's just because I'm just trying to say, hallelujah. All of a sudden, the chain's going to be like, man, I'm going to go mess with another church. I'm going to leave this one alone. They're crazy over there on Torrance and Figueroa. Man, I'm going to have to go check some other church out, right? Because we say hallelujah too loud. Come on, let's scare them away on the count of three with a hallelujah. Ready? One, two, three. Hallelujah. There we go. There we go. Come on, one more time. One, two, three. Hallelujah. One more time. Come on, sing it again. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Come on. You can clap your hands, but open up your mouth. Tell him something. Tell him he's good. Tell him you love him. Tell him you thank him. Tell him hallelujah. Tell him he praise his name. Tell him he's been good to you. Tell him he never left you nor forsaken you. Tell him that he's been your friend. Tell him that he's been by your side. Tell him he'll never leave you alone. Tell him that he, that he got you out of a, a rock and a hard place. Tell him that he gave you a brand new name when you thought you lost yours. Come on, tell him. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you, mighty God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is no one like you, Jesus. No one worthy to be praised. No one worthy to be exalted. No one worthy to be lifted up. No one worthy to be glorified. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Isn't our God good, church? Hallelujah. Isn't our God good? Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but man, see, I told you we had to we had to get ready because after all that right now, the devil's mad. But now I look at you and I'm like, you guys are ready to go. You're ready to go to war. That's right. Right? And when you got Jesus on your side, come on, when you got the Lord on your side and you're with the people of God, right? That's the right place to be. Hallelujah.